This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Brian Sabian, so many years running the Giants, and I guess we should start off with just a, a, a sincere congratulations on your new gig with the Yankees, Brian. Uh, very excited, especially my wife and family get the chance to experience this. You know, there's only one New York, only one Yankee organization, the history, the, you know, the esteem, so uh, kind of a cool place and time for all of us. Yeah, no doubt about it. I also wonder this, though, and then just listening to some of your comments so far, are you a little surprised at how many people thought that, you, like, that you've like that you been gone and, and, and retired for a long time? Well, some of that might have been the product of COVID or, you know, travel was tamped down or, or that I was immersed the last three years, especially with four years in, in counting with the, with the draft. And... Um, you know, the only thing that bothers me is that they did, you know, paint it as I was retired, et cetera, or that I was being paid as, an, as a consultant. None of that was true. So, Yeah, Brian, I, I, listen, the, rest, the rest is history. Yeah, I mean, in, in listening to, to what you just said there and some of the, the previous comments as you take this new gig, it... I'll just be honest with you. It sounds like you you feel like you were kind of dismissed or or just you know un- unloved by the Giants. How would you describe your your exit and your relationship? Uh, I think our relationship is good. I'm very proud of my stay. Uh, uh, I'm you know especially proud of uh, you know the connectivity as I stated the last couple of days with ownership, senior leadership uh, in the front office, the baseball ops department, the three managers that I worked with, their coaching staffs, uh, player development scouting. I mean, we, we had a good thing going. I have no ax to grind. It, it, it became a situation where, where for whatever reason I was uh, you know, becoming less relevant. And, you know, I'm still a competitor. Uh, I still have a lot of passion for this game, a lot to contribute. Maybe more so because of the stage in life or just all that I've experienced from a mentoring or, you know, give back situation. But now to be plugged in as an active member of the baseball operations front office, especially with the Yankees, is extremely invigorating. And what are you looking forward to the most in your new role? Is it going to be similar to some of the things that you did early on in your tenure with the Giants in terms of scouting? What sort of contribution are you looking forward to making with the Yankees? Well, I hope to be exposed to everything, and that's what Cash and I have talked about. We've discussed how the baseball calendar flows and what I would be doing from month to month. Obviously, that starts with spring training in Tampa, the middle of February. Um 
so it, it's going to be a work in progress, but uh, it, it's going to be refreshing. I know a lot of folks in, in uh, that organization and how they operate, and uh, uh, it, it's going to be interesting how I become a link in the chain, and that's all I want. I don't need to, you know, have a greater opinion or a greater voice or a title, etc. I just, I just didn't, didn't want to be uh, able to contribute. The great Brian Sabian is with us here on Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 The Game. Uh, Brian, I, I also, I, I, you know, we heard your comments recently with regard to how much you were on the forefront of analytics years ago. And I think that, you know, maybe teams of days gone by, your teams, Bruce Bochy, uh, he said the same thing to us. Like, the, this idea that you guys are just flying by the seat of your pants is wrong. And maybe the Giants and other baseball teams now, the idea that they're robots is also wrong, but I wonder what you would say about that. It, have we gone uh, too far and, and need well, to come back? Well, first the answer is I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up because, you know, if you take a step back and you look at what we did the three and five years, or just specifically 12, uh, 10, 12, 14, and 16, we were playing against the field of Major League Baseball. And Lord knows there was a diversity of thought in a lot of organizations who are especially leaning towards the analytics world. So I would ask this question, how in the hell did we have the success we did against the field or people that were operating in this fashion if we weren't doing the same? We did a lot in-house, but we're in the cradle of technology with Silicon Valley down the street. So whether it was in-house or with people like Bill Schlaub, Dan Quill, Jerry Drobny, Paul Bien, Jeremy Shelley, Yeshia Goldfarb, all that you know contributed to what was behind the curtain. We also had access at any time to you know outside sources and consultants, and we could do any kind of independent study, simulation, uh, you know, models that need be. And it was a piece of the pie. I, I think what might have happened that painted us old school to a fault, and it wasn't Bobby's you know, fault per se, but one of his mantras was, quote, to modernize things or, or, or further step into this world. And I think that got construed that we were completely, you know, on the other side of the fence. The other thing, too, that riles me, and I'm just going to digress for uh, whether it's me, but especially a manager. Nobody makes a decision or has an opinion from their gut. You know, your brain isn't in your gut. Um, it, it, it's an ironic statement because what happens over time is that you computerize and program your brain based upon the accumulative information or your experience or the past situations at hand. And then you have to have an agile mind to put together in real time the decision that needs to be made. So it's one of the worst ways to paint a picture of a baseball guy that say he makes decisions with his butt. Uh, excuse me, well, you might as well say that too. <laughs> you can say it about his gut. Because my, my, my point is, you know, that's how they paint scouts. No, scouts are highly intelligent and methodical about how they, you know, break down a player, write up a player, Project the player, uh, marry the statistics, et cetera, et cetera. You, you don't run around making decisions with your gut. And that, it, it riles me to no end. So 
long-winded answer. I don't know where this is all headed. Um, the one thing I'll say is that the world that we're living in now with the current game, and I'll just pose this. Nobody, I think, has articulated anything like this. And I, I, I have no ill intent, but this is a fact. The game has been screwed up so much by perhaps the new age wave that we had to change the rules of the game. Now, that riles me. It, it, it's, it, it's extremely upsetting that the overcorrection ended up being where it's almost unwatchable as a fan or that the games turned into the, you know, now famous or infamous free outcomes. So long-winded answer. I'm glad you asked it. I need to get it off my chest, but it, it does worry me that our legacy or administration doesn't get enough credit for having the, the intellectual fire, firepower, the people like Coletti and, and Tidro and, and uh, Bobby Evans and, uh, you know, again, Paul Bien, Jeremy Shelley, Shia Gofar. Uh, we did a lot behind the scenes. We didn't toot our own horn. You know, we didn't promote our product. We, we laid low, and, and, and I think it, it worked famously for us. But pe- people have the wrong impression because they don't know the inner working. Brian Sabin here on 95.7 The Game. I appreciate the candor with which you answered that. I, I do want to talk about baseball in general because what you said, I think, strikes a chord with many fans, Brian, about what's happened to the game, the three true outcomes, and the shift having to come in. Is there a fix for this in terms of how baseball can get back to the game that we all grew up loving? Well, you know, every sport has specialization. In every sport, you have to you know, maximize your interest on the roster, you know. Maybe the end game is to try to figure out how to get a roster perhaps like the Braves, where you know, have all around position players, they play 150 games, they post up, and you don't have to worry about, you know, covering yourself on a daily basis, whether it's platooning or, you know, every at bat, every inning is a matchup. But we're going to find out in the next year or two what these new rules will force people into. Um, but what what I can say, which should be music to everybody's ears, including you know our fans, I don't think the game of baseball has ever been stronger, including on the amateur level. Now, I can say that because I've been so immersed in watching young talent the last four years, whether it's what goes on now with these high school showcases travel teams and year-round baseball on that end, or more so the, the, the amazing uh, college programs and facilities and what they're doing with player, player development and, and promoting the sport. That We're in good shape. We were starting to see a lot of athletes choose baseball, including the minority population, which is so important because we've lost a lot of these folks because of their athletic ability to football and basketball. But I think the scales have been tipped and, you know, also including Latin America. The the pipeline in most organizations are very strong, uh, you know, first and foremost because of the young talent coming in the game. Brian, I'm, I'm so glad you stated it the way you did a few minutes ago when you talked about what you, you, you kind of wanted to get off your chest. I wonder if we can ask you about something that Giants fans want to get off their chest, even though you had nothing to do with this. 
this current offseason has been such a wild ride for so many teams. Um, and, and obviously the Correa situation ended up being near and dear to a Giants fan's heart. And I think that now with what's happened with the Mets, it at least makes it look like, okay, the, the Giants did see something real. But here's what a fan doesn't understand. And as someone who knows the inner workings of a baseball team, maybe you can speak to it. How does a situation like that end up two hours away from a press conference before uh, something changes? Does that make sense to you? Should it make sense to a fan? Well, probably, you know, they general, but yeah, the thing that the the thing you got to remember is that this is probably as unique of a circumstance as anybody's ever seen, and you're dealing with the best sports agent probably in the history of baseball that is very thorough and really promotes his players and and, and their product. Uh, the, the one thing I'll say, I know our medical department inside out, including our team of doctors. They're the best of the best. And I also know from Farhan's upbringing with the Dodgers and Friedman and in Oakland with, with Billy that no stone was unturned. And to get a contract like this on the table, I truly believe they were in sync with ownership and everybody was on the same page. So I think it was a unique circumstance. I think it was a very difficult place to be in because you didn't want to rattle the cage of agent or the player's ability then to go elsewhere. Um, but I'll give him credit for seeing something that made him very uncomfortable and backing away. And Lord knows the Mets are having the same problem. Is the root cause of this the the pressure on teams to sign these monstrously long deals? Like you said, the power of the agent in this particular case, the most powerful agent in all of sports. Is there any way for teams without colluding to collectively walk back a little from these lifetime contracts? Well, the, the crazy thing to me, this type of activity has been dormant. And it's coming off a, a, a labor dispute in late agreement and then... You know, there were models and algorithms that showed as you age, the less want or need to sign people to longer term contracts. So why now? And I, I guess the, the you know the answer to the question is the great ones or the, the you know the star players are going to get paid, and there's going to be competition. Now. And you know if you've uh, formed your budget or you, you've laid out your budget in a manner in which you can you know take it on and sustain yourself in and around it, then you make these moves. But I've never seen an off-season like this. You may never see another one. So interesting. Uh, Brian, again, congratulations. Uh, it's wonderful to have you. Really appreciate you making the time. And, and I wonder, are, are you aware of how this hit the Bay Area? This is hard for some Giants fans to see you uh, head to another organization. What, what, what do you have to say to, to the fan base here uh, on, on your way across the country? Well, I really appreciate it because, you know, you, you never know how you left your mark. You know, I wasn't the warmest or fuzziest person per se, <laughs> including in public or with the media. I am who I am, and but I'm very direct and I'm very honest. And I really appreciated our, our fan base. Um, I don't know if this make, makes any sense, but I'm an East Coaster. And, you know, our, our lifestyle back there, our passion maybe is a little bit different or, you know, off the chain at times. But 
San Francisco to me was an East Coast city as far as their sports teams and especially the Giants. And we were so formidable when we had that park uh, packed and they were so appreciative of a good product or a championship team. You know, I'll never forget my time there. It it flew by. Um, You know, I, I, I wish everybody well. I have no... You know, ill feelings in any form or fashion. I, I, I wish Larry and, and, and the current ownership and Farhan and his administration uh, the best because I'll always, I'll always be a giant. But now that my Yankee, uh, one thing I don't have to worry about anymore is the Dodgers, at least in the short term. I guess I got to start worrying about the Red Sox. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian, we're getting a ton of messages basically asking us to thank you for your time and everything you brought. And personally, I just want to thank you for all your interviews with the late Ralph Barbieri and how much uh, entertainment you brought to the airwaves over your years. Well, I'm, I'm so humbled by, you know, how this has played out the last couple of days. And trust me, there's a lot of emotion involved. But uh, as the world turns, uh, I'm, I'm glad that, that baseball, you know, has a place in time for me because I'm not a dinosaur yet. I'm not extinct, so I still have something to get back. Uh, Brian, all the best, and and truly, yeah, from all of us, thank you, and, and, and just best of luck out there. Thanks, folks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.